podcasting from Columbus, Ohio. This is the Falk Files with your host, Ryan Falk, talking about education, technology, life, family, and anything else on my mind. Thanks for listening. Here we go with today's episode. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Hope you're doing well. Episode number two of season three. I like how it sounds all official when it's really just me driving in my car. And I like great seasons when I have long breaks when I don't record anything. But nonetheless, driving to work here on a Tuesday. Last nice day of the week. The rest of the week's supposed to be crazy rain, which means trick-or-treating is going to be a pain in the butt tomorrow. But, hey, what are we going to do? So, can't really, uh, can't really change that. So, it's all good. Um, episode one last night, uh, season three, just kind of checking back in, let you know what's going on. Um, today, a little bit of the same thing, because I forgot um, a couple of things on, uh, for the drive home. Uh, talking about the last what, three months and uh, some half marathon stuff, and all that craziness. Um, what is this car doing? All the joys of recording a podcast when you're driving. Um, this morning, though, I want to talk about some work stuff as I kind of drive in and think about the day, kind of map out um, what the plan is for the day. Um, I think the one interesting thing about working for a uh, people size, at least smaller IT consulting firm and services firm is the engagement I get to have through projects. Um, I think before when I was working at some larger, uh, resellers, you know, once you hand off a project, it's kind of, um, you hand it off and you kind of go, you check in every once in a while, but you're more, um, flying in, flying out as opposed to kind of being at the table, kind of talking through some things and getting a little bit more technical, um, which I'm enjoying right now. And I'm really having a good time, um, trying to dig more into the weeds on some of these projects. I'm really looking forward to our first, um, at least that I'm involved in, kind of managed services, uh, help desk and support takeover, um, kind of digging in the weeds in that and, and um, really learning even more about our business and how we do it. You know, I think you can, from a sales standpoint, you can learn a lot from the process and um, the lead up and the contractual stuff and all those agreements. But, you know, when you really get in the weeds with your customers about, um, about process and, and call flow and what we're monitoring and learning on and what we're not and that sort of thing. Um, great example today is I have a, uh, a lunch. Um, I'm taking one of my engineers on and we're talking about an opportunity where they some support on the network side and um, got a list um, sent to us of, I wouldn't say applications, I would say um, areas in their network and um, areas of their IT, where they need some support. They need someone to call in case something happens. Um, and just kind of going through that list with our engineering team and talking about what we do, what we don't do, and where we excel and where we don't. Um, that's kind of the fun part for me right now. And like I said, it's more in the weeds than I think I, I don't want to say I ever have been, right? I think when you look at a larger VAR, but away from, or a larger corporation, but away from headquarters, you always seem like you're on a, an island working for a small company, even though you're looking for working for a rather large company. Um, you know, this is kind of the same situation, except I'm sitting at headquarters, but we're kind of compartmentalized into our own little thing. 
and you know getting into the weeds is going to be something that has to be done especially in the first two or three meetings before we engage our engineering team because our engineering team is going to be busy um, working on projects and, and doing the things they have to do so all good there um, but definitely something that you know is different and, and new for me but I'm excited about um, other than that um, scheduled for today you got a uh, sit down um, kind of first meeting about a project I'm going to be a fly on the wall writing an SOW on the sideline while that's going on and then got a lunch uh, talking like I said with the network team um, at a corporation so I'm going to see what we can do to help and support them and then uh, finishing up all those statements of work that I'm going to be starting this morning I think I got three or so to at least start one I can get completely done but the other two just kind of starting the framework on so that when we get final information and final discussion is done we can uh, we can dig out of the hole there and, uh, and get those documentation, that document documentation piece done, which seems to take me the longest. Um, I've never been, uh, really good at that. So looking for feedback from, you know, uh, salespeople or professionals out there, do you have documentation reports to write? How do you attack that? I have, you know, for 35 years of my life, eh, I shouldn't say 35 because you weren't writing when you before kindergarten for 30 years of my life. Um, procrastinated and waited the last possible second to get things done <laughs> and um, good and bad. Right. I mean, I, we, I end up getting things done and we end up being successful with it, but at the same time, I want to figure out um, especially using some templates and um, using better processes internally, how we can get better at, at that um, kind of follow through and follow up in a quicker manner. Um, so think about that. Um, send me some feedback if you're listening and uh, kind of let me know because something that's important to me is we grow our business because we're definitely growing, right? And there's going to be less and less opportunities for me to um, spend that extra time on these statements of work, right? We're going to be out in the field. We're going to be um, having more conversations, working on more projects, getting in the weeds, like I said earlier, a little bit more. Um, so that paperwork thing is going to be the um, the thorn in the side as it always is. Uh, at least for me, I know some, some salespeople love that paperwork side, right? Love that documentation and creation has uh, never been me, but it's something that I'm, I'm working on and trying to get better at. So all good there. It's always something to do, uh, do from that standpoint, uh, but we'll keep working at it. So that's kind of today. Um, documentation, a couple meetings, one in the middle of a project, the other at the beginning of selling a project. Um, we'll see what we can get done on both those. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think if there's anything else crazy going on this evening. Uh, nothing as I sit here today, um, you know, kind of day to day of three kids in grade school and getting ready for trick or treat tomorrow. So that's what I got for the morning commute. I'll check back in this afternoon with a recap of the meetings today and then, um, talk about. What I've been doing the last three months, get ready for a half marathon I ran a week and a half ago now. So we'll catch up later. Have a good day, guys. See ya. All right, afternoon drive home. I started late because I was listening to the radio and I completely forgot I was going to record something on the way home. So this is going to be a short and sweet one. Uh, good day today. Uh, a lot of good things moving forward. Kind of divide and conquer the meetings today uh, with the team, which was great. Uh, just a lot of really... Uh, exciting, um, good momentum forward for Carex Tech as a business and uh, specifically our infrastructure group. So 
all good. Cindy's kind of continuing the morning, uh, the morning conversation we had. So, uh, it's all good there. Uh, the weather is weird because it's like 60 degrees and it's perfect out. But I know tomorrow, like I said earlier, it's going to rain all day. So I think I'm going to get out for a run tonight. It'll be the first time I've run since the half marathon a week and a half ago. I usually take a week and a half to two weeks break uh, after a race like that just to relax and let the legs rest a little bit. Um, sometimes, I think the last time I ran a marathon, maybe two years ago now, um, I took a much longer break. and It was hard to get back into it. Um, so just to give a rundown, I've been running, quote unquote running, uh, for seven years. Um, usually at least one race a year, sometimes two, sometimes three little ones, something like that. Uh, never really was a runner before uh, that time period. Just kind of picked it up and decided to do it. Um, for me, it's kind of been a, a break, kind of getaway just me, uh, my thoughts is kind of out by myself. It's quiet. Let's get some music going. Kind of think through what's going on in uh, in life and uh, with the family and the kids and everything, or with work. And um, it's kind of allowed me to kind of I think analyze things more outside the box as opposed to just the quick hit analyzation we get to do in our day to day with everything else kind of flying at us. Uh, so it's been kind of good for me from that standpoint. On the healthy, on the health side, it's been good for me as well. Uh, definitely feel better than I even did, you know, the you know three or four or five years after college um, when I didn't really do much. Uh, I'm just kind of traveling a lot for work and that sort of thing. So um, feel really good from that standpoint. Um, this most recent uh, race I ran was the Columbus Half Marathon. And it was uh, one I started training for late, um, probably about six weeks later than I wanted to. So I kind of had a condensed training a little bit, cut six weeks off the beginning, but was able to do that, found a training plan that worked for, I think it ended up being like a, what, a 12-week, 15-week training plan. I forget what it, what it was, but um, definitely worked. Um, had a goal time in mind of two hours. Um, I've run a sub two-hour half marathon before, but it's only been training uh, when I've been training for my halves. So um, decided to try to do it in a race and started out really slow. The weather was cold, but it would rather be cold than, than warm a couple weeks ago. Started off great. Had a kind of great run, got out of the pack. Uh, started off slower than I wanted to, so I had to play a lot of catch-up. Actually had to run, I think I hit, 10 miles and figured I had to run somewhere around 835 to 845 miles to meet my goal. And I usually run like 920s, 930s if I'm going to go that far. So definitely had to book it. Felt really good though. And uh, actually crossed the finish line, looked at my watch, stopped my time. And my watch said I had been running for two hours, zero minutes and three seconds, which I knew I had passed the finish line a few seconds earlier. Ended up getting, finding the family and everything, and um, got the alert that I actually hit two hours, zero minutes, and zero seconds. I don't know how the hell I did it. Hit it on the number. Um, and for me, it's been a good um, kind of proof that to just trust your training, trust what you're doing, trust the process of, of uh, you're trying to follow to meet your goal. 
trying to implement that when I'm doing uh, a care exec through my sales process too, right? It's to, to look at the next one month, you know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and plan those things out even further off into the, in the 2019. Um, and just implement the plan, do the little things daily um, to implement that long-term goal and finish out and, and, and get to that long-term goal kind of like I did with my running, right? So if I can apply that and still continue running, which is one of my, which is why I want to get back out there today, get the legs back loosened up, uh, try to run three or four times a week uh, with the goal of, I haven't signed up for one yet, but the goal of running a marathon sometime next year. I'm thinking, I the, the, here's the problem. So I'm not sure if anyone listening has ever run a marathon or run a half marathon even, but the training is, it takes up a lot of time, right? And the problem with running a spring marathon is um, my oldest is playing travel baseball, which means weekends are shot. There's tra- there's baseball you know, all the time. And getting up early in the morning and getting your running done early, um, not that bad when you're running five miles or less, but it gets a little harder when you're up in eight, nine, ten mile range. Um and trying to run in the morning. You basically have to leave the house at 4.30, 5 o'clock, and just kind of crazy. So um, the problem with a fall marathon is you're doing that same training and that same running as far as distance in 85 to 95 degree weather during the summer, and that just is horrible. So I've done that twice. The first time training went really well, really committed to it, uh, finished, and ran the whole time. Second time when I ran in Detroit, all things were against me. The summer was crazy. Got to Detroit to run the race. And on race day, as opposed to this half marathon, you know, almost a week and a half ago, where the weather was 34 degrees, 35 degrees at the start of the race and didn't get above 45. The temperature for the marathon two years ago in Detroit was 72 degrees. And it was horrible. It was so hot. Um, training wasn't as, as good as it could have been and uh, made it about, what, 16 to 18 miles, somewhere in there, and totally zonked out and um, made it the whole 26, but the last eight miles weren't pretty. So um, looking at, you know, how to time those things right, how to make sure I can dedicate the time, um, you know, with everything else family-wise going on to get the race done. So I'll keep updating that. This will end up turning into a Ryan's Update on running podcast, um, as we get into it. But, uh, for now, that's all I got to say about running and the race and it was all good. Um, I would recommend if anyone has, you know, want to do a 5k or 10k or a half marathon or any of that stuff to find a training group, find a group of people that are like-minded. Um, don't be embarrassed about your time or how quickly you're running. Uh, you just got to start doing it, right? Just like anything, just start doing it. And eventually you'll see your your time, you'll start feeling more comfortable. And uh, I met some great people through uh, the Columbus Running Company um, here in Columbus, Ohio. That has a great Saturday run, group run. You match up, you really match up by your mileage times um, and your kind of goals. And uh, they lay out a training plan for you, and it's free, and it's all good. So great people over there um, as well. So uh, that's what I got for today. Uh, almost home, so it's about to get loud and have kids screaming at me to ask what's for dinner as we uh, we figure that out tonight. But um, like I said, day two, episode two of season three. I thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more. Talk to you guys then. See ya.
Thanks for listening to The Falk Files with Ryan Falk. If you like the show, give us a favorite on Anchor. Subscribe on iTunes. We'll love any reviews, comments, or questions you have, so send them on over. And uh, join us tomorrow for more podcasts and fun. Thanks for listening.